Hey guys, you're listening to In Traffic with Neil Rubenstein, and today I will be sitting in traffic talking to former adult star and current stand-up comic, Olivia Janine. Hello? Hey, how are you? Oh, well, how are you? Pretty good. I'm jump. We're jumping straight into it. I'm I'm recording. I'm good to go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> every, everything you say is on the record from here out. Oh God! All right. So I'm finishing up picking up some dog poop. That's exciting. I, I wanted to start a blog called Hot Girls Picking Up Poop. You know that would probably sell. I feel like everything will sell. I feel like uh, anything yeah, to do with women. Doing why? Anything. Why? Why is that? Like, still in 2015, half of men are still such depraved animals. <laughs> Maybe because they're not fully evolved yet. I don't know. Um, no, I think a lot of it has to do with society, religion, um, politics, all sorts of fun stuff of that nature. And I think now people are getting like even more depraved, either that or it's just more um, apparent because of the internet before it was all everyone's deep, dark secret. But now they can share their deep, dark secret with the whole entire world. Like it's weird how that didn't change anything almost. No, not really. I mean, things are just like people are shocked about some things. Like you hear more about, like you hear, about more pedophiles, you hear about more teachers um, having sex with their students, you hear about more murders, you know, and it's all because um, before, like, the, it was just the news. And this is just my theory, obviously, but, you know, it was just the news, just TV, and that's all controlled by people. But now we have the Internet, and now there's more, you know, different people out there different news sites and stuff like that and more stuff is being exposed and the world is just a shitty place right now. <laughs> oh, it hasn't gotten better. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. Like so you you think that that stuff's been going on, it's just now we're telling people about it going on. Well I think I think it's now it's that like we can't ignore it basically because it's everywhere before it'd be like, Oh, I didn't hear about that because that happened three years ago in Kansas city. And now it's like, Oh, I just saw it on my Twitter feed five seconds ago. You know what I mean? But I've noticed a lot of like, I slept with my stepbrother or I like I'm banging my stepson. Like there's weird. Oh, a lot of like incestual, um, pornos. Yeah, but it's like it's, it's like well, it's it's cool because it's a step. Like no, oh no. they oh no, honey, they've taken it much further. Like I've done scenes with um with a girl, and I didn't realize it was this type of scene because I normally don't do those types of scenes. But um, it was with um a girl that was supposed to be my fake daughter, and we had sex with um it was a gang banger, quote unquote. Um, so it was a black guy, um, because porn is forever racist. And, um, like I actually had to have like sex with her as well and be like, you know, and that was really weird. And at the end we had to do a disclaimer saying, she's not really my daughter. She's only like six years younger than me. So yeah, it was, um, so that was weird, but yeah, I've done like that mother stuff or, um, or even teaching my daughter how to do whatever. And that's 
where you just teach your daughter, fake daughter, to do something. Sakak was that one particular movie. Um, I don't know. Well, I mean, look at Woody Allen. He married his freaking adopted daughter and Morgan Freeman, his granddaughter. Um, there's there's what? been studies on stuff like that where it's um, because they're not blood related, but you know they have like their love basically like they get confused. <laughs> their their little love chemicals they get kind of confused. It's like when um, two siblings that like were separated at birth and then they accidentally meet and then they fall in love. Like there was a couple of different stories about this. I was reading this and then they fall in love and they actually like got married and had kids. And then they realize, you know, then they found out later that they were related, that they were brother and sister, but they didn't get a divorce. They're just like, well, we love each other. And it's like when a daughter met her father for um, the first time she was 18 or something like that, like they ended up falling in love. You know, yeah, I've heard, I've heard yeah. that. I heard a story like that. Did you ever say Morgan Freeman married his granddaughter? Uh, well, it was his like adopted step granddaughter or something like that. Well, there was rumors. I'm not sure if he actually did. I don't know. You have to look online. But yeah, I've heard stories <laughs> through the grapevine. Yeah, I, I'm not going to research it. I'm just going to go with that's what, that's what happened. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's better for me to just be creeped out by him forever. And just, like, <laughs> you'll never listen. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, right. You'll never be able to listen to a book on tape ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never, uh, yeah, never uh, be able to watch Marshall Penguins the same again. <laughs> well, at the end, the penguins mar- ba- bang the baby penguins, baby penguin. It's weird. It's just so crazy. Like, I feel like uh, I personally try, like, I've been so terrible to so many people for so long that I personally <laughs> yeah it's funny now uh, I personally try really hard to like go out of my way to not be shitty about things like that like and you try not to even, judge people yeah and you, well uh, yeah I mean judge, I don't judge even when I was shitty I never really judged uh, well in more recent shittiness, I've never really judged. Back in the day, plenty of judging, judging everybody. But uh, currently, like, I try to be uh, supportive of uh, equality as best I can. But mm-hmm. I find that, like, being a white male, I just don't get it. Like, as much as I try to understand it. Oh, the white man problem. Well, no, I know that that's so- like, I know it's, I know, like, that sentence is shitty, but it's, like, even when <laughs> no, I'm trying to... Because you don't experience certain things. Like, it's all about experience, and if you don't experience certain things, you're not going to understand what other people go through, basically. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, like, like why can't I just dislike that? Why is it because I'm a white male... It's messed up that I just like that. Well, it depends on what you're disliking. I guess if you like dislike interracial marriage, that's douchey. But it's like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but but I'm like, if you don't, but I'm like, if you don't 
know, like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, then like, no, that's not racist. You just don't like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You know what I mean? Like, it also depends on how you feel if you dislike something. Like, if you feel like that that may be racist or inappropriate, then maybe you should think about that yourself. <laughs> For the record, absolutely love uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I right, don't believe. <laughs> I don't believe that Will Smith made me a racist. I don't think. <laughs> that, uh, I don't Maybe know. his son Jaden, but no. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm, why can't I just hate Jaden Smith? Because he's douchey, oh, everyone like, hates Jaden Smith. Oh my God, I don't know very many people. I mean, I know a lot of people that follow him on Twitter because he just says the most ridiculous things. Oh, my God. And they, like, make fun of him for it. But, yeah, no, that's not racist. That's because he's an idiot. <laughs> if anything, that's a classist, I feel like. That's, that's a classist. Oh, my God. I had a guy on the train the other day. It was, um, it was a black guy. He was sitting down. And there was, like, a little bit of room, you know, um, to sit down. But I was standing. I was whatever. I was listening um, to my music. And... Like, he's like, oh, you can sit down. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. Like, I had two stops or whatever. It's not a big deal. And he's and he, I saw him, like, mumble something to his friend, and I, like, took out my earbud. I'm like, what? He's like, oh, you don't want to sit next to me because I'm a black dude. And I'm like, no, dude, I don't want to sit next to you because you're a person. I don't like people in general, <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> but, all right, so that's a good example. Like, I – like – even when the train isn't crowded, I sit like I'm. I mean, I'm a big guy, but like I you know, mm-hmm. sit like with my legs as close together as possible. Like I don't want anyone taking a picture of me and posting on the internet saying I'm manspreading <laughs> on an empty train. Like I don't want that. Right, but, right. Or like women. Like I always see women, and I do see. I don't really ride the train that much, but. Um... Like, I do see women every once in a while, like, they'll have their bag next to them, or sometimes, um, oh, my God, I totally just sounded like I'm from Wisconsin there, um, bag, um, her bag next to her, or, like, a dude, like, I've seen dudes do it, too. I saw one dude with about three or four different shopping bags, and he just had them on, like, each side, and it started getting crowded, and finally, like, he, like, really huffed and puffed when he had to take them down. I'm just like, you're a fucking bitch. You little diva. I'm like, see, men could do it too. And I've seen women with their legs spread, you know, and pants or whatever. It's, I don't know. I think all of that is just silliness. But anything to bitch about, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but if yeah, like you, like I can't agree with you. I definitely can't yeah. agree with you publicly. Uh, you said, like you said that. I didn't say that. That was you. The yeah. woman said that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and that's. You know, uh, uh, I I've had people to... come up to me and say that I was racist, like, a couple of times, like, for no reason whatsoever. I was outside of the Laugh Factory in Chicago, and I was smoking a cigarette, and a woman came up to me and asked me for some change, and all I had were my cigarettes and my phone. I'm like, no, but I'm like, you can have a cigarette. Like, I got a cigarette if you want. And she's like, no, fuck you, you racist honky bitch. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like they're Newport 100, so. <laughs> oh, that feels that like she's. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that end part. Uh, that feels like she's pretty. Like, I didn't say that. By the way. Oh, they're yeah. Newport. Were they? Were they Newports? 
Oh, yeah, no, I totally spoke Newport one. Oh. <laughs> no, um, and another Well, time, then that's um, not, then it's not racist. Right? Right? I would think, but you were currently <laughs> smoking, but you're, you're smoking them. I don't know. Uh, maybe not. Yeah, no. Then there was another time, um, a Hispanic woman, like, sexually assaulted uh, my girlfriend, like, just grabbed her boob in, like, a really crowded bar. And so, like, I dumped my drink on her the next time she came around. <laughs> I wasn't going to, like, beat her up because she was super tiny. She's like, you're a fucking racist. And I'm like, you're a fucking sexual predator. It was funny. I was drunk. Anyways. But, yeah, um, I think some people like to use racism as um, as a weapon just because, um, you know, you may be white. And it's funny because I'm actually Native American, so I can say I hate white people, too, if I have. <laughs> <laughs> I might do that. But, you've, uh, you know, you're on film having sex with black guys, so totally racially cool. Yeah, and my last name is Willis, so that's that's a predominantly um, black last name. I guess it's Scottish. I don't know. And what you talking about, Willis? What you talking about, Willis? It would, that would have a totally different uh, ring to it if it was in a brogue. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's racist. But being like, I it's okay to say uh, racist things because my last name is Willis. It's because I was, oh, yeah, I know. That's totally, that's why I said it, because it's ridiculous. I don't actually get away with that. I did actually, um, growing up, I was um, predominantly, like, one of the only white girls for, like, a long time. So I grew up with, like, my babysitter um, was a black family. Like, I grew up with a lot of black people. And I didn't know that um, the word nigger was bad until I moved to the suburbs and had a white person tell me that I shouldn't, that I can't say it, then like where it came from and why it's so bad. But I'm like, everyone else said it, you know, and it was, um, it was interesting. It was a learning experience for sure. But I was like in the second grade. So. Yeah, I feel like maybe that's bad parenting. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. It was like, um, I didn't really say it around my mom, I guess. I don't know. Like, I didn't swear or, or, like, talk slang and stuff like that in front of my mom. Like, I was always very prim and proper. But when I was out, because I was a latchkey kid, so um, she wasn't home a lot. And so I was out all the time or at, like, my babysitter's house a lot, and they didn't care that I said it at all. Like, they're the ones who taught me it. So and it wasn't like I was just dropping N-bombs everywhere you know what i mean i was a little i was a little ghetto white girl i had like it was funny though because i looked like um, a member of the Aryan nation because i had like super long blonde hair and blue eyes but i like lived in the hood and i like all my friends were black except there was these two little red-headed twin white girls um they lived in my neighborhood they were fucking nuts <laughs> uh, i lived in milwaukee too milwaukee's a really racist um a racist city most is really segregated too once a kid traveled from milwaukee to chicago to punch me in the face and then run away what yeah it's a long story uh tell it quick uh someone i we toured uh my old band toured and someone in my band oh you know him uh the dude mitch who does burning angel with joanna okay okay so mitch 
uh, was the bass player. I don't know him. I know of him, but okay. Oh, okay. So he uh, banged some girl in Milwaukee on tour, and then the next okay. time I we came through, the dude came to Chicago and punched me in the face and ran, and. Uh, later I found out it was because someone in my band had sex with his girlfriend last time we were in town. And he thought it was you, and so you're the one who got punched in the face? I think it was just, uh, I think it was like, um, it's not racism, it's like bandism. Like, you're one bandism. of Bandism? <laughs> Is that a thing? I, thought I, it was I don't just, know. Uh, I mean, I guess. Yeah, just, I was But that's funny, part. I like it, bandism. You can have that. So, like, you're fascinating, but <laughs> the thing that I actually am most fascinated about, like, I can't get over, is you used your real name for everything. <laughs> A lot of girls do. They just don't say that they do. There's websites but, with our real names on it. I don't know. When I performed, I just thought it was silly. Like, people were going to figure out it was me anyway. So, I don't know. I, you have, I have a cool name. I have a really yeah, cool name. <laughs> I was going to say, incredibly poor name. Like, I was going to be, um, I did have one picked out, and it was going to be Gage Couture, but I thought it sounded too much like an MMA fighter. So I was like, okay, we won't do that. <laughs> and what, that's um, hard to come up with freaking clever names. I mean, there's so many, because I was a dancer for a really long time, and I always danced by, like, guy names, like Billy and Frankie, Tyler, Gage. I danced by Gage for a really long time. Did you did you move to New York to do stand-up, or are you coming here anyway, or were you here anyway? Um, no, no, no. I moved here a little over two years ago. Um, I was doing a bunch of stuff. I was doing makeup, but yeah. Comedy was on the list of the trillion things that I wanted to do when I moved out here. Um, it was one of the main things, definitely. Um, I also went to school. Um, I'm going back in January for um, psychology. Um, just because I like to learn stuff. Basically, I like to get really high and read like books about brains. <laughs> I do a bunch of stuff. Right now, I'm making chicken stir-fry. Did you, do you think you had an easier time transitioning to stand-up because you were comfortable performing in front of people? And do you think you had an easier time getting traction doing stand-up because you already had a following of sorts, a, a fame, a level of fame? Um, well, performing, yeah, it's definitely... Um, a thing, but it's actually harder to do stand up um than like dance or even like have sex on film. I know that sounds weird. Like yeah, it's just like nerve wracking your first time. But um I don't know, because everyone fucks basically and everyone like has tits, like everyone has bodies, but like when you're doing stand up comedy, like it's just like it's a mental naked. It's like all what's in your head and that's something like completely different. I guess from only someone that has been naked in front of thousands of people could say. And then um, for the second one, yeah, definitely. I have a lot of fans that uh, were my poor fans. They're now my comedy fans, um, still my porn fans, which is cool. <laughs> like, I don't really care 
all that much about fans. Like, I don't, it's not that I don't care about fans. It's that I don't, I don't know. Some people could be really harsh and just crazy and weird. <laughs> it's because, like, they see me naked or they see me fucked. So, like, they have a different perception of who I am, like, as a person. And so, um, so sometimes it could get weird. But, like, how many fans are um, a little bit different? I have some that have never seen my porn. So they say, <laughs> yeah, they're they're lying. But uh, <laughs> the first thing everyone does is goes home and googles it. Yeah, be like, I don't believe that at all. I have some friends that definitely have not that like that I've met here that are comics that um, some have said that they tried and they couldn't. Some have said that they absolutely can't. Some have say, oh, I do it all the time. <laughs> It really just depends. I don't know. Do you have any fans that got overzealous or creepy or weird or came up to you at a show? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, not like, not, I haven't had any, like, weird encounters of people, fans coming to shows, thank God. Um, But I've had, like, death threats on Twitter before, and I've had um, some stalkers. I had a fan... Like write um, write a script about me getting like hypnotized and raped and like murdered. <laughs> yeah, so you know, there's some stuff like that. I mean, for the most part, like my fans are actually really cool. Um, there's just like the few that um, that are a little off the rocker. <laughs> and I have a lot of like fans because I have a podcast as well, and I have a lot of fans from that, and those guys are are awesome. It's, it's just mainly some of the porn fans that <laughs> weird me out. Your comedy fans are going to be slightly, I think, uh, more elevated almost. But then your porn fans are still like, dudes are fans of people in porn. Which, like, that's a weird guy. You know what I mean? Like, that, like, actually, like, knows the name of the girl and, like, knows the name of her movies and, like, knows when her birthday is. Yeah, that stuff is a little weird. Like, that's one of the reasons why I don't have a wish list. I thought that was kind of strange. Um, I did for a minute. I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. And then, like, I took it down. It was just, like, that stuff's weird to me. But that's just, like, me personally, you know. Other people love it. A lot of girls, like, instead of having wish lists, will have, um, like, a link up to give donations to something. And a lot of guys will give donations to, like, different organizations. You know, like PETA or whatever the girl's into. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's a little cooler. But still, like, the guy who's going to buy so-and-so an Amazon gift card, like, isn't <laughs> Uh, if for me, isn't the same guy that uh, respects a female comic in the way that uh, female comics that achieve like, status really need to be? Status? Just that guy in general or just, like, for me? <laughs> just, like, how that guy thinks about women in general? Yeah, like, okay, so, like, like an Amy Schumer, okay. for you to get... Amy's humor and what she's really trying to say with it. Mm-hmm. You, I don't know that you're the same guy that buys, you know, whoever an Amazon. 
gift card? Yeah. Um, no, there's there's guys that um, there's feminists, you know, men that are feminists that like. I mean, there are some like cool porn fans. Um, I shouldn't have said that. I'm gonna piss off so many people now. Um, with that, um, you know, that totally respect women, you know, and that know like a lot of the porn stars, you know, because of social media and like talk to them on there and you know, like like people like Amy Schumer and like will buy you know, people's products, you know, buy Amy Schumer's CD, like, buy that girl's DVD. I think if the guy is, like, actually buying stuff, like, of the girl or for the girl, yeah, he'll, he respects to a certain extent. Um, like, it's the guys that are, like, super depraved that are, um, you know, like, leaving creepy comments on Instagram pictures or on, like, fucking Pornhub or something like that, that um, they're not the ones buying gifts or that really respects the woman. Like the guys that are buying gifts are the dudes that like really like these girls and like, you know, want to help them like maybe decorate their house. You know, like I've had guys like thank me so many times for like helping them out in a bad time in their life. Like I've saved marriages before when I was a fucking stripper. So no, those guys, it's, it's on a different, it's a different kind of thing. All right. I get, I get that. I never really, uh, I never thought about it thought that way. I always thought about it the way I said it. So that's the creepy uh, way. Yeah. No, I would be yeah. understandable. I I get where that train of thought comes from. Absolutely. And yeah, there's been some guys that like will buy a girl something and then like expect something from them. You know, like um, a lot of girls when when they get Amazon, you know, gifts or whatever from their their wish list, like they'll do a custom video or they'll send like a picture. You know, they get things in return. But then some of these guys, like I just did a podcast about stocking that's going to come out tomorrow. Um, you know, they they may think that they're in a relationship with that girl and stuff like that. So that's the kind of stuff you got to worry about. And that's one of the things that like one of the reasons why I took it down. I'm like, eh, I don't need any creepy, like, boyfriends that are not my boyfriend. <laughs> like, I'm totally out there. Uh, my Twitter and Facebook and everything's public, full name, whatever, and mm-hmm. I've performed in bands, and I perform stand-up, and I write whatever. I'm totally out there, but there's something so strange to my psyche about being as out there and open as someone like you is? Oh, well, I mean, I have my social media, but I don't, like, check in the places a lot of times, unless I'm in a public place, like if I'm at a comedy club or something like that. I mean, I'm at comedy clubs all the time. I do comedy, so it's not hard to see me at one. But, like, I don't check in, like, at my house. Um, Like, I have, um, I pay people to guard, like, Online, it's an online service that takes all of my public information, like my address and telephone number and, like, anyone I'm related to for the most part, like, off of those, like, InstaCheck websites and stuff like that. Um, People know my real name, but it's kind of hard to actually find me, um, like, where I live unless unless you know me. so, no, like, and girls, like, have to protect themselves. Like, I actually had to tell my publicist to tell one of her other clients. She just bought a new car, and she took a picture of it, and she had her license plate in the picture. And I'm like, she's going to need to take that down. That's not safe. 
So I take I take precautions, definitely. Um, but at the same time, I'm not going to live in a little box, you know. And if someone's super creepy to me, I will let them know. I don't have a problem standing up to people whatsoever. I have, like, questions I wanted to ask you, and uh, I don't – I can't look at them because I'm driving. <laughs> ah, that's the bummer about doing a podcast in your car. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> There's like there's so many unforeseen problems with uh, this. Like I, I was like, oh, this is a great idea. I totally do it. Make you know, kill time. I'm or sure whatever. it makes your drive go by really like a lot faster. Yeah, totally. But then like I'm scheduling stuff now. Like I have to schedule interviews, so like I have to be like I know generally talking? like. Yeah, like, I know generally, like, oh, I'm going to go do a show at 6.30, like, probably need to leave 4.30, so let me schedule this thing for 4.30. But then, like, the thing gets canceled, and it's like, all right, well, uh, I guess I'm just going to drive around. I mean, you could just always, like, yeah, drive around in a parking lot or something. <laughs> hey, as long as you're in your car, you know, and people can tell, I guess. I don't know, can people tell that? You're in your car. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> have I you have ever not... listened to your own show? No, no, I, yeah, but I haven't done one where I'm not in the car, so I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it sounds different. Like I don't. I don't think my tone is different when I'm driving as opposed to when I'm. Well, no, I mean just like the sound quality because you're in your car and there's like outside noises and there's air and stuff, you know. Oh, and. I, and I'm using the microphone that's in my steering wheel of the Acura. Yeah, like, I probably sound way better. I sound way better somewhere else. Oh, yeah, probably. Probably. Like, but you know what? No, okay. I sound like, in my podcast all the time, so. It would be like the easiest thing in the world to make this sound better. <laughs> um, yeah, they have, like, little headset microphone type things, you know. Yeah, someone suggested that to me, but I feel uh, that it takes away like, from the novelty of it, maybe. No, I feel like unsafe almost. Like if I had, I guess if it's just one ear, I don't know. Oh, I guess maybe it is. Is it illegal to have? Um, I think if it's just one ear, it's fine. If it's like a Bluetooth thing, because um, yeah, because you need hands free, so. Yeah, yeah, I've seen people. And yeah, you have to. I think Bluetooth, as long as you have one ear open, I think you're fine. Well, right now I just do it through the. But don't listen to me. I don't know the laws here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <fine. laughs> I'd be like, Aaliyah said it was cool, officer. What the fuck? Um. Yeah, I just do it uh, through the speakerphone in my car right now. Yeah, that's probably the safest, you know, and. It's a podcast in your car, so it makes perfect sense to use yeah. that. And it's literally yeah. the easiest thing. Like, it, this is the easiest way I could do it. Like, any adjustments is adding a step. And right now, you know. <laughs> and then how do you record it? You just have a recorder, like, in the passenger seat? <laughs> you know, I hire someone to sit here holding a microphone. No, um, I, uh, that wasn't funny. Um, no, I have, uh, like an app that just, uh, it's like a phone tap. Oh, I've had, I have that one too. Or I have one similar. I don't know. 
which one you have. But yeah, it records the phone calls or whatever. Yeah, I feel like it gets the the interviewee, the guest. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, it. I feel like it gets the guest clearer because you're being picked up directly from the phone, your phone. Yeah. Whereas Except I'm, I'm like totally chewing in your ear, so I'm sure that sounds wonderful, people. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The 12 people that listen, I think they're all right. <laughs> okay. It's all. It's all learning experience. That's all anything is, man. Just a learning yeah, man. experience. Get, get meta <laughs> right now. going by, man. <laughs> no, I already got high. That's why I'm eating fucking stir fried at four thirty. <laughs> are you uh are you doing any mics tonight? Uh, uh No, I'm not doing any mics tonight. I have um there's a friend in town and we're gonna go to the cellar and um see a show. Oh, or cool, to the cool, stand. Cool. I forgot which one she wanted to go to. Um either way we're going to a show. So we're still, I'm still doing comedy of sorts. I'm going to a comedy show. I'm just not performing. Right, 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 yeah, yeah. It's part of your, it's part of your 10,000 hours. It's just yeah. not <laughs> All right, Elias, yo, thank you so much for doing this. No problem. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, uh, this is great. Uh, I'll let you know when I post it, and I will see you probably this week sooner. All right, awesome. Have a good day, hon. All right, take care.